0: I love musicals. Classic musicals. Hey, is this the 2012 Les Miserables? Weird musicals. We're talking about Little Shop of Horrors, Musicals that make us laugh. 2005 film The Producers. Musicals that make us cringe. This isn't like, oh, fun trippy visuals, this is scary trippy visuals.
1: But if we've learned anything from talking about musicals, it's that at the end of the day, there's always a rant to be had. It's like she's in a dead-end marriage. These aren't hockey
0: pads.
1: Ah! Fever dream
0: of a reality. She murdered Jennifer Hudson. Who's like Cat Pope. And off Elizabeth Hitler. Square share, you die. I mean, what's a more romantic setting than a bunch of laundry? So on our podcast, we do our best to discuss the most famous and infamous movie musicals you all love. So let's pull back the curtain and begin our stage rant. We're recording.
1: Chino! 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 Where are you, Chino?
0: <laughs> Welcome to Stage Ram, where two dudes equally secure in their masculinity and sexuality break down the biggest... Movie musicals each week. Myself, Adam, a man who loves appropriately cast films when it comes to race, discusses the history of a his show with Joe, a man
1: who recently had his world shaken by yet another Steven Spielberg movie, who has very strong and pointed opinions. So, without further ado, let's pull back the curtain and begin our stage rant. So, Adam, real quick, was oh. it Hook? That shook your world, hell yeah. It was. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm such a hook fan, it's so good. I transformative, Honestly. transformative filmmaking is Amazing. all like it's kind of like yeah. uh, like Rango or, or Rango, Rango, it? yeah, Rango, yeah, 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 yeah with yeah. Johnny Depp, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, the a chameleon. Oh, the it's greatest movie beautiful. ever made art, yeah, art. So, Adam, what do uh, hmm. what do the the film-producing qualities of Steven Spielberg, Sondheim, and Bernstein have in common. <sighs> Don't think too long about it. We're on the clock.
0: I know. This is our Christmas special. This is a Christmas um, special. Also, Merry Christmas, everyone. Well, happy holidays. Happy holidays if you are Jewish. If, if you're Jewish. Um, or what about Festivus, too? A- Hi, Steven. For the rest <laughs> of us. <laughs> um, uh, would that would be West Side Story. It's West Side Story. Part two. <laughs> Part two, because we covered West Side Story earlier uh-huh. in season two, um, the 1961 version, but now the 2021 version's out. It's back, baby. Literally 70 years later. Yeah. No, 60 years later. An amount of time later. I can't do math.
1: How many years later? You, it's six, not 50. Oh, six, oh no, 60. It would be 60. 60, yeah. 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 60 years later. Yeah, it's definitely um, not 50 i'm not a math person but me neither. it is not um, 2011 no thank god <laughs> Rough years. well i don't know man <laughs> shit <laughs> wait um, has this decade been
0: awful uh <laughs> oh no <laughs> 2012 i think was the end of the world and we're slow yeah. it, it was a very it's a very slow apocalypse yeah
1: yeah, it actually ended on my birthday on December 21st, 2012. Also,
0: we're recording this on your birthday. It Happy, birthday. Thank Happy you. birthday. Oh my
1: Jesus. gosh, yeah. Another year, another year older. Yeah, I'm there. Another year wiser. Uh, Some might say. Well, I think my development was stunted a little bit in the past year, but that's perfectly fine. Hey, everyone's was, it's fine. N- none, n- nonetheless, she persisted. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. this is going uh, to be a little bit of a shorter episode, because we're not yeah. here to, like redo the plot of west side story no we're here to provide some hot commentary uh and gossip about the remake of mm-hmm. west side story a film that i think we all can agree is actually pretty damn good i could see it winning best picture i kind of hope it does it's really good i wonder when was the last time a musical won best picture chicago chicago so 2004 two. I, two. Oh my god mm-hmm. so it's about time been, Nineteen years later. Yeah, let's do it again. It's, it's about time. This is also Steven Spielberg's first musical. Yes, yes. Except, except, except. I watched an interview with him, and they're like, and they, it was on NBC, and they're like, "So, Steven, this is your first musical," and he's like, "Well, we did sing Anything Goes at the opening of Indiana Jones. Doesn't two, count. Temple no, 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 no,
0: no. Okay." Now that that is funny because I do think there are two scenes in a. It's a Spielberg. They're both Lucas involved projects. Mm-hmm. Um, which also, real quick, we have our guest Stephen Foul. Guess here. who's back? Fowl who's is back. back. <laughs> so welcome back to the podcast, Stephen. Thank you for having me. Every time I watch a musical, I'm like,
1: oh man, I want to be back on stage. It's as a guest true. Again. He texts me every. Oh. I do text him a lot, <laughs> and it hasn't
0: worked out until tonight. Yeah. So. Well we've had you on for for hairspray. hairspray. Mm-hmm. Oh I love that. And hairspray. what else? I you was can't on
1: stop the,
0: the uh end of the
1: season finale where we did the live watch along of cats. cats. You were there for Cats. <laughs> Just like that movie did not exist. Neither did that episode. So no, it's, we don't talk about it's that. It's real episode, bad. Oh god. It was wonderful we all went and saw the movie last week together. So it's oh, yes. wonderful to be reunited this week and discuss it reunited now and Reunited and it feels so good.
0: No. Um this but, was
1: this was really good and the numbers also reflect that.
0: Yeah. Um, So, going over the numbers, uh, because we don't need to go into West Side Story again. We covered that. If you're curious about West Side Story and our thoughts on it, go listen to that episode. Yep. Um, So, we've the numbers on IMDb gives us a 7.9. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics are giving it a 93%, and audiences are giving it 94%. That is... That's Pretty, clean. That's really good. That's nothing
1: but net. That's almost Spider-Man No Way Home home numbers right now. Yeah, there.
0: which we, will, we won't talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, but... Can you believe oh what happens in Spider-Man No Way Home? When Spider-Man No Way Home, no Way home turned into a Broadway musical? I play? wasn't expecting it. I was I not expecting it. I lost it! Oh my
1: god, I was just like, <laughs> I did not know Tom Holland could sing. I knew he could dance because of his right. episode on lip sync battles, yes. but I did not know that he could sing like that. Yeah. What a baritone.
0: It's shocking. <laughs> Beautiful. Shocking. And then when you had Doc. I want to see him as the Phantom. When Doc <laughs> Ock came in as the counter tenor? Yeah. Oh, Alfred-, Alfred Molina can go high. Su- shockingly high. Oh, so and talented. Willem Dafoe, surprise base. So talented.
1: So talented. Well. Wow. Oh my gosh. Um, so the numbers are good, and I think it's well deserved.
0: Yeah. It's it's Spielberg.
1: It's Spielberg.
0: Name a bad Spielberg
1: movie. Uh E.T.
0: Oh fuck I off. I cannot
1: stand. <laughs> fuck e. off. You don't no. have a soul. I maybe not. It's entirely possible. I cannot stand. Et in any way, shape, or e.
0: form. Et, fuck you, T. Joe. E.T.
1: Finger you. Like I can't. I, no, no, no. It's like the frail old finger. You know, that's I always so wondered famous. what was off with Joe all these years, and this is what it was: was he doesn't yeah. like Et.
0: Okay, do you know what Et has on Rotten Tomatoes? Probably a one hundred percent. Ninety nine percent. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> what is Spielberg's
1: <laughs> lowest rating on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, Back to the Future Three. Just kidding. I don't think he did three. <laughs> I was just gonna say I don't think he did. I think he only didn't he only do the first one.
0: He didn't do any of them. It was Robert Zemeckis.
1: Steven Spielberg was definitely involved in Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. He was he, produ- he was the it. producer. Okay,
0: but okay, here's Rolling Stone it's from 2018. So we're missing a few. Um. Oh, here we go. Every Steven Spielberg movie rated by Tomo- Tomato Meter mm. from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, number 34, Hook. Crit, <laughs> critics gave it a 29%. Are
1: you kidding me right now? You're really going to shit over the best movie I've ever seen? Followed by <laughs> like, 19,
0: followed by 1941. Followed by The Lost World, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 2. Mm-hmm. Followed by Twilight Zone, the movie. Followed by The Terminal followed by always followed by ready player 1. Okay, now for the record, there are 34 movies on this list. We're not going to read them all off. One 34, by one. 33, 32, and 31 are all below 60%. Mm. That means 30 of the 34 are over 60%. And how many are above 90%? Um well, 28 onward are certified fresh. Mm. Um and Y'all really like ET that much? 11, 11, 11 to one or ninety percent and higher. higher. Yeah. You know what's infinitely better than ET?
1: Super Eight. And, Super Eight. And the number good. one takes in place in, in the, the Miami Valley. Valley. It does. If you look at the. Hell oh, yeah, it close. does. I love when movies take place in Ohio. It's beautiful. It's all like I love. Oh my gosh, Marvel has gotten really into Ohio recently too. Like Black so like Widow. Like, so
0: has DC. Yeah, yeah. DC show Doom Patrol takes place in Ohio. They oh, go Ohio yeah, or. Biggest Biggest Ohio Ohio. Uh, The number one Spielberg film Rotten Tomatoes E.T.
1: Fuck off
0: Followed by
1: The God Schindler's List
0: (laughs) And the sequel (laughs) Schindler's Pissed Um, It's a revenge fantasy (laughs) I'll give you the top five Spielberg films We have E.T. Schindler's List Followed by third Jaws Jaws. Followed by fourth Catch Me If You Can Also a musical Is is that a musical? It is Um, Followed by fifth Raiders of the Lost Ark Mm, Classic That checks out That's
1: fair that's respectful I think yeah. and we talked about this right right when we got out of the movie is
0: the new West Side Story is his number 8 well that makes sense so 93% I think
1: there's Spielberg has a quality about his films where like everything is just like perfect right yes um, because he has such a fine attention to detail he has some interesting creative choices and I think we'll talk about those probably when we talk about the music yes Um, but everything he does has, has just such a beautiful polish to it where you watch and you're like, this was crafted with care. Yes. Um, and he made me, and I'm willing to say this, he made me care about West Side Story. Yes. Uh, for people who have listened and our longtime listeners, whether you're from uh, predominantly the United States or some of our German fans for some reason, I'm uh, glad, you, glad you're here and I apologize for all of the comments I've said about your country and society as a whole. Yes, um, real
0: quick, shout out to our listeners, uh, in the UK, Canada, South Africa, Finland, Brazil, Singapore, Denmark, and Puerto Rico. Yeah, hell yeah, Puerto Rico,
1: let's go. Um, and so, where, where was I? Um.
0: It makes everything so polished. Everything is polished.
1: Everything is... (laughs) Made you care about West Side Story. Made me care about West Side Story. Yes, and if you've listened to our previous episode on West Side Story, you know that this was not one of Joe's favorites. Um, And I was actually relieved when it was over. (laughs) This one... (laughs) I was I was kind of bummed when it was over. Yeah, Mostly. there might have been there might have been some tears in the movie theater. Mostly. it was kind of dark, so I can't confirm it. But there might have <laughs> yeah. been. Uh, I mean. actually, I hate to say, my face is just naturally moist. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. that's what that glisten is. <laughs> yeah, that glistening gleam I, was, and I, just, I looks, thought like, you had a shitty s- moisturizer. Like, <laughs> I thought you had a sweating problem. That you consulted your doctor. About. Well, that's half of it. Um, so <laughs> I it made me care about this story. Um, which is which was kind of like a hard hard ask. Like when y'all were like, "Let's go see West Side Story." I was just like, "Do we have to like in the I still have a really good taste in my mouth after like In the Heights." I'm like, "I don't want to mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin that." Um, classic New York musical, you know. You don't want to. Yeah, it. that also yeah. deals with race in a less tactful way than this one did. Yeah, this was really well done. Yeah, there was no obnoxious just
0: like, "But what about the dreamers?" Because the thing with Fountain in the Heights is that was added after the fact. Uh-huh. That wasn't mm-hmm. part of the original plot. Right. The only social justice addition that this movie made is there's a brief mention about anybody's, the typically female character Mm -hmm. uh, trying to be part of the Jets, um, is that she says she's a boy. Right. He says he's a boy. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Which is... And they linger on it for like two seconds. It's tactful, and that's all we need.
1: Right. Um, And I think... at the at the core, I think that's probably what made this movie so successful, is that they didn't change really
0: anything. No. I was waiting for the Oscar song. Yes, the Oscar bait song. Didn't happen. Right. Even the credits didn't happen. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they'll like put it in the credits, and it's like, <laughs> this is our best new song. Right,
1: which kind of pisses me off, because like they did that in Rocket Man, and that was a great song. And they buried it in the credits. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, like you're gonna or I'm gonna love me again. Like, mm-hmm. is a fucking bop, and no. that was their Oscar bait song, and it won, as well as it should have. But like, no. it wasn't even. Which I okay, if it's in the credits, I don't think that should count. Yeah, I, I, I think that's agree. cheating. No, the credits are saying thank you to this list of people for helping us create this. That's not part of the movie. It's not
0: part of the plot. Yeah. So Still love this song. Anyways. So yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the things that didn't change, mm-hmm. here's the thing they did change because they can't bring the old actors back because they're probably all dead. Yes. Except for Rita Moreno, I'll who, does, who does show yes. up here. Um, so here's the cast. We have Ansel Elgort, um, who, as of recording this podcast, had some sexual assault allegations against him. So uh... we won't talk too much about <sighs> him. But he's Tony. Did we like him as Tony? He, I don't know. I'm torn. He... I was
1: I was skeptical going in uh-huh. and I don't think I came out loving or hating him. No. I think I was like you played the role and I don't think you were the star of the show and that's fine. Is he supposed to be the star of the show? I don't I don't think so. Ansel Elgort or Tony the character? Tony the character. I don't think Tony is the main character. Mar- no. Maria is the main character. Maria's Maria the main is the main through.
0: character. Yeah. Or maybe Which is why they
1: have the breakout actress of as it's you know,
0: it's similar here. to the story, the plot of Romeo and Juliet. The the Capulets, I believe that's Juliet's house, has more characters in it than the Montagues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like yeah, her, the Montagues are just kind of there. Like you get mentioned that Romeo has like a mother and a father, uh-huh. but it's mostly his friends. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> as, as we all do. Um, but like that's it's yeah i think maria mm-hmm. i would i would like to propose is anita the main character i
1: think anita is the main character Ani- Ooh, i think anita is actually the main character in west side story because i think she is the one who experiences change no one else experiences change it's true everyone else is stuck in their way and either dies for it mm-hmm. or doesn't doesn't change they either go to jail, yeah. In the case of Chino, <laughs> they die, die for their love. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't really say that's changing, right? It's, no. I don't think their love was. That's just reaching a point where you're you're willing to do the ultimate thing. <laughs> you're just horny and you're sick of you know social
0: constructs, I guess. So oddly enough, I just Googled who was the main character in my Side to see what Google would say. Screen Rant, the unofficial sister um, <laughs> website to Stage Rant, um. Puts Tony at number six in the likability scale. Yeah, that's fair. And number one is Maria. Okay. Followed by, this is the new one, okay. followed by Valentina. Okay. Followed by Anita, followed by anybody's. Anybody's. And then it's Riff, Tony, <laughs> Bernardo, mm-hmm. Officer Krupke, Chino. And Gee. Lieutenant Shrank is the least likable.
1: That's fair. Because uh, he's racist as shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but so like I would say whether or not you care about Ansel Elgort in, yes. in, in, in this casting, I don't think it matters. Because no. No. he's just kind of there. He he's going to do what
0: Tony does. He does the role well. He
1: plays the token white dude. And that's that's pretty much all he needs He's going to gonna profess
0: his love. He's going he to sing like one number. He's yeah. the awkwardly woke white dude.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Fight a little bit and then lay in the street. I don't <laughs> I I don't like that he's a walking billboard for the quote unquote success of the criminal justice system.
0: Cuz he came that out of prison reformed and which I, was like, I, don't, I don't
1: think that's, that's
0: that, <laughs> I don't know what's in the original plot. Yeah. I don't think he's he killed anyone. <laughs> no. He, he didn't th- he didn't kill anyone
1: in no. this one. Yeah, he, he did. almost did. Yeah, he he was one beat punch a, his Yeah, he's was one he was one punch, punch, away. punch away. Did he
0: kill someone in the original? I didn't. I don't I, think he did.
1: I don't think he was in jail in the first. He was one. just I like he just, I'm out I of think, the Jets. Yeah, I think yeah. he's like I'm out of the Jets. I'm I'm just here. This I'm, is now officially a podcast. There was, three men. There was trying a, <laughs> vaguely to remember plot points of the first West Side Story to compare it to the new West Side like, <laughs> Story, which we all remember a little bit more. <laughs> Like, well, there's no discussion of his
0: parole officer in the first movie, I think. No, I think, like, he, just, I think he just says, like, I'm out of that life. Yeah. yeah that's not I'm, me I'm an honest man now. Right. Um,
1: and so, like, I don't think you need to really care about Tony. He does a good job. He sings better than I would have expected. He yeah. carries some character to it. He always just looks so... Dumbfounded. He, looks, he looks
0: bemused at everything. Uh-huh. I
1: thought, I thought the dance, I thought his dancing was quite well done. Especially, uh-huh. I can't remember the number, but the number where they're fighting over the gun mm-hmm. on oh, cool. the dock. Yes, cool. particularly that number
0: stood out to me. Of very well done.
1: It felt very yes. suave. He has really great movement. I liked doing yes.
0: Baby Driver. That was cool. He's a very, his movements are all very fluid. Yes, without it being weird. Yes, for being a lanky dude. Yeah. So, um, the other cast, we have Rachel Zegler as Maria. I don't know anything about she, She's Rachel. an up-and-coming star. Actually, mm-hmm. she got her start on YouTube as oh, doing no. like YouTube like cover songs. Okay. And auditioned. And Spielberg was like, all right, you're in. So, <laughs> she's just going to... I'm sure she'll have a lovely career ahead of I, her. So,
1: Spielberg does this really douchey thing. When he <laughs> casts people, he calls them himself. And he'll start out disappointed with a disappointed voice so he'll be like hey steven um it's me steven how are you and you'll be like Good, good. You know okay. this is the call. This you know this is the most the successful filmmaker uh-huh. the modern day. And he's just like, so I just wanted to talk to you. Um, How do you know he does this? I just wanted to break some news. He yeah, said, have he ta- you gotten a call from Spielberg so, yeah. himself? You called me the other day. Um, oh, wow. I'm going to be in the remake of Hook. Um, yeah, E.T. Huck. Actually, <laughs> that's e. why I'm a it's big gonna be, guy. No, no, it's the, re- the remake of E.T. It's Hook <laughs> on e. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, It's Hook the musical. Hook
0: the musical. You're Rufio.
1: Uh huh. Oh my god, I can't wait. So. He he talks about this inter- inter- interview. So he'll call and be disappointed, and then offer people roles. Oh my god! And I'm like, what a dick. <laughs> You are the most prolific. And when famous, you recognize your recognize, own fame, uh-huh. and you're like, "I'm gonna provide this person with the greatest news of their life so far," mm-hmm. but I'm gonna make them hurt. I'm like, "Come on, Steven. Beautiful. And so that's what that's what he did uh, with Rachel, and mm. apparently she was like crying, and then he announced, "Like, hey, you got the role," and now she's actually crying
0: for other reasons. Oh man! Um, so then we um, we also. <laughs> right. uh, we also have ariana debose this is the third time we have covered a musical featuring ariana debose where the hell did she Season come two. from hamilton
1: but um, um, she was
0: the original cast of hamilton yeah um she was the bullet yes, i believe she was um if you've seen hamilton you'll know what i'm talking about if you don't watch Disney Plus. it's good i love her in this yes
1: question steven no i'm raising my hand as i haven't seen hamilton Okay, go I it. need to watch it cuz it's coming to Dayton in January/February and it's coming to stage rant. We're going to we're going to talk about we'll it.
0: We'll get there. We're going to talk about Hamilton. It's we coming. We will we are definitely going to talk about Hamilton. You
1: want to you want to you want to hear about Hamilton? It's coming Stage Rant. We'll tuned. talk about it. We'll talk, it. talk about it. it. Talk
0: about it. Um, I love her
1: in this. She's great. Um, amazing. I think she brings a really interesting dynamic to the character. That mm-hmm. breathes new life into um, Rita Moreno's original performance,
0: which also is a little awkward because Rita Moreno is a is a white woman. <sighs> We're gonna put that out there. She she is not a person of color, as far as I'm uh... concerned. Uh... I no, cook... she's
1: Puerto Rican. <laughs>
0: she is? Yeah, so the big thing with
1: Rita Moreno is that when she was on the screen. Oh, that's right. She was the I'm sorry. She was the only,
0: the only Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. That's what it was. I, was gonna I say, thought... I'm going to throw the flag on that. No, no, so, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because Rita Moreno was absolutely incredibly famous um from her original <laughs> role in West Side Story because she was like a the only Puerto Rican woman in the film and also arguably the most famous Puerto Rican female in film history like yeah. history like she was she had like a cult following from her role in this little girls were like dancing up
0: she was also the first up is, is she was the first guest on the muppet show
1: oh my gosh um and so throw that out there she also um and we'll talk about her in a, in a second when we get to her character which was a change in the, in the show mm-hmm. she was also kind of like the poster child for filmmaking where you're a Puerto Rican woman, woman, mm. so you are also now an Egyptian woman, uh, a Chinese woman. You are you have someone who is slightly so darker skin,
0: Aww. therefore you are now yep. every race yep. other and than So white.
1: she actually stopped like her career oh. because she was sick of playing all of these different roles of identities that were not her own, and it was it was like a, it, it put her into like a crisis. She's like I don't know who I I am, and I have no connection to my like Puerto Rican ancestry heritage, and heritage like, yeah because i've never been in a space where i can celebrate that except the original west side story which is why it's so mm. unique when they brought her back for this role yeah um, so
0: so she so we'll stick to anita for a moment but but yeah our brings this depth and nuance to the character the original Ar- anita very much was you know, I'm going to support Maria. I'm going to support Bernardo. Mm-hmm. And even after Bernardo dies, she's still supporting Maria. Yeah, And is like, listen, be safe. But, like, Tony's trouble. Yep, be I, careful. I still <laughs> like you, and I guess I like the guy. He did kill my boyfriend slash husband. Like, f- 14 minutes ago, but... But, hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm all for you. That's right. great. In this one, she plays more of a human. Yeah. Of someone who would be rightfully... Not, Not just pissed off, but upset. furious uh-huh. at Maria. Like, you slept with the boy that killed your brother. Her singing of a boy like that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was
1: terrified. I was like, I, oh, my God. I you're thought scary. I did something wrong. I'm like, you're scary as shit, girl. Um, she does such an amazing job. And, like, she walks this really fine line between just being horny as shit. Um, for, but, Bernardo. <laughs> for, for Bernardo. For Bernardo. But mm-hmm. also like striving and trying to be what she believes the embodiment of like the American
0: dream is mm-hmm. yes her sure. rendition of America uh-huh. is my favorite song of the whole album on the way over here tonight to record I was actually listening um to that um and it's it was already my favorite song from the original production uh-huh. and it's just made even better in yeah. This one with her singing and her performance and her inflection, and
1: I almost feel like her character and her story arc of beginning is like, oh my gosh, I love America, to the ending of just like, I'm going back to Prairie. this is awful. Yeah, um, I be- I think that's the the story of West. That's the
0: story in West Side Story, and having her and Rita Moreno's character at the very end uh-huh. together, it's so. I don't it's just so fascinating. Yeah. God damn it, Spielberg. You uh-huh. made us really care about West Side Story. David
1: Alvarez is Bernardo. I don't care. He's fine. He's there.
0: Bernardo is not... They added the level that he's a boxer. Whoa. Like, they added that to the character this time, but, like, that's about... Uh, mm-hmm. And it's fine. It's fine. He's there. Bernardo doesn't do much in West Side Story, mm-hmm. other than fight, sing the, you know, the counter arguments in America. Yeah. Okay. Right,
1: and talk and, shit, and talk shit. He's just the he's the antagonist for Riff. Like
0: th- those, and he's two, good. He's good. He does a really well job, like really it. well done job, as Bernardo. Mm-hmm. Um, followed... But there's just
1: not a lot to like that character. Mm-hmm. No,
0: it's just kind of there. Bernardo and Riff are not likable. You're not rooting for them at any point. Oh, we'll talk
1: about that when we get to Riff.
0: I yeah. think Riff
1: plays an interest. I think he's interesting in this. They do add a level of nuance to Riff. Uh huh. Um, but back to back to our gal.
0: Miss Rita Moreno.
1: Um, So she is, who does she play?
0: She plays Valentina. She plays the widow. So in the original production and in the original movie, there's the character of Doc, who's the drugstore owner. Um, In this version, Doc is dead, and his widow, Valentina, Mm -hmm. Doc was a white man. Valentina's a Puerto Rican woman. She now runs Doc's drugstore. um, And is basically, basically Doc. Mm -hmm. Subbed out for Rita Moreno. Um, And she does an amazing, amazing job playing this kind of sounding board for Tony. I felt like the original Doc was fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was nothing special. Yeah,
1: He was the old neighborhood dude shaking his, wagging his
0: finger at the youth. At the the Jets being like, you be careful out there, boys! (laughs) But she has this added depth to her character where she's like, I run a drugstore... In a neighborhood that is in turmoil between mm-hmm. Puerto Ricans and white Americans and where do where do I stand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she she's kind of like the
1: glue of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. yeah. right? She's the like I'm trying to hold this shit together in a neighborhood that's in disarray, that's in the process of being gentrified and turned into the Lincoln, the Lincoln Center for the Performing
0: Arts, which <laughs> weird choice to specifically pinpoint that. Like who pissed off Spielberg? <laughs> um, but
1: she uh, she originally was not going to be in this. So Spielberg had called her and said, "Hey, I want you to be in." our our recreation of West Side story and she said I don't really do cameos mm. and he said no 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 you misunderstand I'm writing this role for you we're writing this position for you um and we think you're really going to like it. And she came on board. And, and like, we hope you're still alive in a year when we film it. Yeah. Because everyone else from the original cast is dead. <laughs> yeah. Retweet. Um, <laughs> and so, like, she came on to the set. And she kind of played her role that she plays in the movie on the set, right? So, as a very, like, diverse cast. Mm-hmm. Um, because we actually have people of
0: color and Puerto Ricans playing Puerto Ricans. And not only that, Puerto Ricans are not just people with brown skin. It's... Uh-huh african uh-huh. descendant mm-hmm. spanish descendant uh-huh. native descendant it was actually puerto rican right as opposed to just people with brown skin and a spanish accent right and so she kind of like
1: played that role and like apparently it was really cool having her on set because she would be like talking to all of these up-and-coming His- like hispanic puerto rican actors mm-hmm. and, um and like we said she came from this background of she was the definition of marginalized and whitewashing Hollywood. Yeah. Um and so she was like she played that role on 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 set of who hmm. she is in the movie. So Beautiful. I think I think she's really interesting and she's kind of like the person who is attempting to realign Tony's moral compass.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And she even kind of calls him out when he says like I want to be like Doc and get a Puerto Rican woman. She's like
1: <laughs> no, stop. She also delivers the best line in the movie which is like <laughs> you don't want to get coffee first, because <laughs> yes. Tony's asking her to translate lines of like, "You are my, I love you, I want to, want to be with you forever." forever. <laughs> and she's like, "You don't want to get coffee?" <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I was like, "He's like, this is more than coffee." It's and like, yeah. and I leaned over to you, Adam, during mm-hmm. that, and I'm just like, "Ah, yes, she's the character the audience is supposed to embody." And yes, <laughs> in we this we thing. are
0: all Valentina. We're all supposed to be Valentina. Um, followed by, uh, so we have Rita Moreno's Valentina. Uh, we have up-and-coming Mike Feist as Riff. From his
1: background in Hamilton on Broadway. Yes. He plays Ooh. Connor. Connor. Connor Murphy. Dead dude. He plays the dead guy in Dear Evan Hansen. Connor, oh. Connor Murphy. Oh. thought
0: <laughs> so you said, I was like, in Hamilton?
1: Yeah, you said. Did I say Hamilton? Yes. You said Hamilton. Oh, that's I was, why Dear Evan yeah. Hansen.
0: You okay. said you Hamilton, said. and I was like. Um, who's Connor? Uh, wine, right? Um, it's me,
1: Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Things are really tough at home. What with my affluent oh, family. family. <laughs> um, yes. Anywho, Hafa, you know he he's currently on the Broadway production of Dear yep. Evan Hansen mm. as Connor. Um, he plays an interesting role in this. Yes. Um, whereas he like makes you care about Riff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Because in this, you have that dynamic and and that comparison between you know like the sharks and the jets, mm-hmm. um, and you kind of can look at the white people in this and be like, "What are y'all doing? Like, right. what's your deal?" Which is why I love G Officer Crumpke, Um, because that entire song mm-hmm. is outlining the problem, um, yeah, of of poor homeless youth during this period in American history, mm-hmm. and like. Mike makes you care about Riff. Yes. You
0: know he's still wrong. Right. But you you kind of understand where he's coming from. The one line that honestly I feel like is true today of, of a lot of baby boomers <laughs> is uh, white <laughs> baby boomers is the, you know, everywhere I look, places I used to know and love are being taken over by people who I don't like and who don't look mm-hmm. like me. But also,
1: your age demographics don't have any baby boomers listening to this show. Remember, That's right? That's <laughs> no right. boomers allowed no on boomers stage. Allowed. <laughs> as, as we learned prior to this, doing the hashtag rap. no boomers. I love it though. Um, <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, like
1: it. <laughs> he he makes you understand the character mm-hmm. as someone who is just longing for a connection, and he found his support and his connection in the, the gang. Yes, and mm-hmm.
0: specifically Tony.
1: Yes. Um, and he was like his
0: father figure to
1: him. Yeah. And so it doesn't make it right, but it no. makes it understandable, which is yes. I think is, mm-hmm. you know, the goal of any good character development, but specifically something that this movie does really well, mm-hmm. which is it makes you care about the characters. Yes. Yes. The original is just kinda like which is whatever, it came out for you know eighty thousand years ago. So it <laughs> you know, like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It presents you as characters. It presents characters and they're like, Okay. So mm-hmm. these are the people. Here's the story that's happening. Sing, dance. Sing, dance. It's beautiful. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but you don't know about these people. And I think every character in this, you know, you, you learn something about and you understand their motivations. Yes. Except maybe Maria. But that's fine.
0: I think Maria is just like, Maria's love lost. struck. And Maria it. is a lost character. Sure. Um, following Mike Feist's riff, we have Brian Darcy James, uh, who was Officer Krupke. Dear Officer Krumke. He was the original King George III in the off-broadway production of Hamilton, mm-hmm. um, before Jonathan Groff took over. Uh, he was also the original Shrek on Broadway. Oh my gosh. In <laughs> Shrek the Musical. He's famous. Um, but, uh, most recently Brian Darcy James... Uh, played Kate Bishop's father in Marvel's Hawkeye on Disney Plus. The more you know. Uh, See, I he we, I was he was
1: recognizable from things, but none of those things you've named I've seen him in. So. That's fair. He's done a lot of shit, um, but he <laughs> he does a really good job of just being frazzled. He's he a very good I frazzled guy. He's So
0: frazzled. <laughs> yeah. What uh, is he? What? What has he done?
1: I. You just said. No, I'm looking at Brian.
0: darcy
1: james James. yeah what else he's done hey who's in west side story spotlight Um, oh spotlight is why i recognize him from yes Hmm. that is hawkeye
0: (laughs) yeah x-men dark phoenix he plays the president
1: interesting oh i do remember that for the 14 seconds that he's on screen
0: Um, when he does the most american thing and he's just like
1: nuke them Uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Everyone on
0: Broadway has been in uh, Law and Order. Order. (laughs) Um, Smash, Smash. The Good Wife.
1: Um, Yeah, I think he does does a good job of playing this role, which is just kind of like... He's constantly exasperated at everything. Which is fair, because he's following around his... Asshole boss, Lieutenant Shrink.
0: Played by Corey Stoll. Oh
1: my god, also known as the guy from Ant-Man.
0: The villain from Ant-Man, and also the first person to die in House of Cards. Yeah, I was gonna say, (laughs) (laughs) isn't he also... (laughs) (laughs) Former Pennsylvania congressperson. Uh Uh-huh,
1: yeah. He is... Oh my god, so I wasn't expecting this, and I don't know why, Hmm. but the racism in this movie is turned way Palpable. Up, Palpable. To the point where even I was like, oh, I'm uncomfy. And Joe's pretty fucking racist. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's not put that on a recording. Don't, don't be throwing slander around like Joe's that. Joe's not
0: racist. Um, uh, but
1: you know who is? Lieutenant fucking Shrank. Yes. Oh my God. So yeah. he is in like two scenes in the movie. He's at the beginning after the groups running around painting mm-hmm. shit, um, mm-hmm. and he goes up to the to, to the white boys, and it's just like, "Yo, <laughs> yeah. tell me who did this. Help I'll me, lock him up." But he yeah, doesn't say who.
0: Me. He says a, a racial slur. Yeah. Uh, which one of these blanks did this to you? Yep. And it's whew.
1: yep. And then he shows up later to question um, Maria yeah. and Anita yeah. about Bernard, Bernardo's. And death. then he gives the pep talk right before the fight to the. Police officers as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a very mm-hmm. lame is one day. We more. will nip it in, in the, the bud. <laughs> like he's, he, if you've seen Billions, he's great in Billions. Oh, I have not, which, oh. Is an, which is an underwatch show. Is it No, it's a Showtime show. Oh, I. So they said in one of the Spielberg interviews, he's like, I feel like West Side Story is more. You know, because they're like, why now? Why are we Why are we telling this story now? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I feel like it's more important now than it was when it first came out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And it's always it. been hailed as like, oh, it's a modern take on Romeo and Juliet. And I think this pushes it beyond that of like, yeah. what if like, yes, that is the underlying plot. But like, what if we did something more with
0: that plot yes. of love? That mm-hmm. is the skeleton of this film is Romeo and Juliet. But then yeah. again, like, a fuck ton of shit is Romeo and Juliet. Everything is Juliet.
1: Even this Romeo podcast and... could probably be Romeo and Juliet. Oh, it is. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> oh my, Joseph. <laughs> um, and we're but, gonna die later.
0: <laughs> last but not least, we have uh,
1: Chino. Uh,
0: Josh I d- Andres. I don't care. <laughs> Chino had more to do in this movie than the original one. Yeah. In the original one, we we are told that Maria has a boyfriend named Chino. Chino! Or there's a guy in the Sharks named Chino who's interested in him. In pronounce her. his name correctly. Sorry. Um, so when we first meet Chino! There it is. Um, He's like a little nerdy guy. Yeah, he's he's just, an yeah. accountant. Yeah. Or he's, he's learning to be an accountant. He's taking yeah. night classes. Learning he, the computer machines. The yes, counting machines. The adding machines. Yes. And he wants to be in the Sharks. But Bernardo's like, no, that's for stupid people. You're not stupid. Be better than yeah. this. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get involved in this. It this almost gets into
1: the whole, in the heights of, like, you can get out of this neighborhood. Yeah. Like, be the one to, like,
0: represent right. us out there. But he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, he does not. Um, he uh, gets quite involved um, and ends up uh, killing Tony. Tony! I would say spoilers because the work. musical's been out for over... Sixty years—you've had had time. time. Um,
1: So that's the (laughs) cast. I think they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, casting—it was great. Um, Everyone did exactly what they needed to do, Mm -hmm. and holy shit, can all of them
0: dance? Yeah, Yeah, that is true. America had the best dancing, followed by Cool. I think Mm -hmm. they
1: said they had fifteen hundred people send in videos of like recorded auditions, (laughs) and I think that was just for Maria. Uh, Um, so I think they they knocked it out of the park. Everyone did. Like I said what they what they needed to do. Um, but what is what what is a musical without the music? Of course. Thank God they didn't add another song.
0: There's no there's no Oscar bait. <sighs>
1: there's no Oscar bait. It's just Bernstein and Sondheim. But they did change the order of some songs.
0: And it works. I
1: think it makes it flow better. It makes it better.
0: Yeah. So the biggest change is we have the song Cool, which in the show and the Broadway stage version and the original movie takes place after the rumble. Yeah. All the jets are like, freaking what Are out. we going to do? And I think it's not riff. Cause of course he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not Tony. Cause he's not there, but I think it's ice. Yeah. What literally, up? literally ice sings the song. Cool. Oh, cool. That checks out. It's a little on the nose there. Really on the nose there. Bernstein. Bernstein. But, um, uh, <laughs> this is sung by Tony. Before the rumble, after Riff has purchased a gun, yeah, which that scene's not in the original stage version, but I think it works here. Yeah, where he just tells Riff, "Hey, it's the same lyrics. They don't yep. change the song to fit how it the works scene. In this context. It still just works." There's literally the line of "Got a rock rocket it in, in your, your pocket, pocket," literally referencing a gun that riff is currently holding which in the original one i always thought it sounded a little like an innuendo yeah i'm not gonna lie <laughs> is that like, a
1: gun in your pocket like or are you why just are we talking about
0: rockets and pockets come right. on but this one it works and okay. it does leave the last third of the film a little barren in terms of music mm-hmm. but i think that's fine because the rumble is so emotionally the... charged yeah. and uh-huh. such a climax you also need that time to like let's not say anything for a while let's just stay calm and give the audience some time to process that. Well, let's it's... let's have someone scream Chino on screen for five minutes. Right. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> Cool also is an upbeat song mm-hmm. it's got dark undertones but it's got it's you know mm-hmm. boy boy crazy boy keep cool boy mm-hmm. it's, so it's kind of like a ba da da ba da da
1: which I like it because it, like, I like it where they placed it because it almost mm-hmm. feels like all of the, su- it fits in with the other songs proceeding up until mm-hmm. the Rumble. Yes. Where it's like there's building a, up. Yeah. Into there's it, a little right? bit of like anticipation and kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, like, not the building the energy, but like, you know, yeah. like it's kind of like getting, you know, you're getting antsy to the fight.
0: And for Tony, this is, for him, his first. Last shot Mm -hmm. to stop the rumble. Mm -hmm. He's like, If I can get the gun away from Riff, then I can guarantee no one will get shot at the rumble. Just
1: funny because if he had just dropped it in the water, none of this would have happened.
0: Literally. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: So this is Tony's fault. This is all Tony's fault. I mean, mean, he's the worst. I mean, if he really wanted to stop the rumble, you think he would have actually disposed of the gun? right
0: instead of playing keep away
1: yeah you think riff ha- yeah R- beautiful ballet keep away yeah you think you would have actually disposed of it yeah hashtag Tony's the worst get it trending um
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but the the music as before um they didn't change anything a, f- a few different and no new real orchestrations they didn't like redo anything no There were certain points and certain songs that were emphasized musically Mm -hmm. a little bit differently, but nothing so drastic that I'm like, this isn't West Side Story anymore. Because it's the music of Leonard Bernstein and the lyrics of Stephen Sondheim, rest in peace. Um, And those are two of the giants in American performing arts. Mm -hmm. You're not going to fuck with Sondheim. Mm -hmm. You're not going to fuck with Bernstein, because he... I mean, he was... He wasn't so much a composer, but one of the great American conductors. Mm-hmm. Conducted the New York Philharmonic, the New York Symphony Orchestra. Like, the guy was a powerhouse. Um, so you're not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. If you did, I think Spielberg would be chased out of town. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know better. Yeah, um,
1: probably not Not worth the fight. No. <laughs>
0: um, but...
1: Contrary to, they didn't change the music. The way they changed the settings and the choreography of the music breathed new life into the music without yes. changing the music itself, which was refreshing. Yes. Like Officer Krupke, like having that mm-hmm. not just on the sidewalk and in like in the police the police station in the station, mm-hmm. you know, with the choreography being different, you mm-hmm. know, breathed new life into
0: it enough. The the biggest thing I said this to to both of you as we as we left the theater that night like every musical number whether it was a, a soft ballad like Maria or America every musical number had energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there was a constant feeling of movement and flow that never stopped i was the original west side story i get bored watching yes
1: yeah.
0: yep even one hand one heart I think the worst song in West Side Story where Maria and Tony are exchanging those fake vows which setting change was way better in the new one. Mm -hmm. In the original it's in the dress shop Mm -hmm. and in this one they're literally in an art museum looking at stained glass. So they're basically in a church. Yes. Way better. The setting for that was way better. The setting for Junior Officer Kruppke was better. The setting for America was better because America's after the dance on the rooftop which is fine uh but putting it in the streets. Yes. Right. Was great. And while... Because it,
1: like, establishes the importance of the neighborhood. Right. right. Which is what all of this shit's about. <laughs> right. is about the fucking neighborhood. Everyone's going yeah. crazy. It's just like, this is our territory. This is our territory. And in the original, you're like, I, why do either of you want this single basketball court? <laughs> right. And like, one dress shop? Like,
0: why it, are y'all fighting over drug this? And
1: drugstore. Yes, and drugstore. Like, why are y'all fighting over this? Whereas opposed to the new version... Um, because of the passage of time and the availability of resources, like, they can show the neighborhood in all of its glory and the vibrancy mm-hmm. and the energy of the neighborhood where you're like, right. of course people want this. Like, of right. course people have pride in this and want to maintain yes. this as their own. Um, and that's why that's why I love the location change of yes. America. And it felt alive. And you see, like, culture, and you see the people in the neighborhood and you, using the neighborhood. <laughs> and
0: using some of the, 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 the best line... Which, uh, to this day, the, the contents, the lyrics of America have not changed. even in Not a bit. um Nothing's been solved! Changing the line being sung of lots of doors slamming in our face to a group of people protesting the gentrification of their neighborhood uh-huh. and the knocking out of their buildings, I thought was re- so small of a change, but so genius. Uh-huh. Instead of it just being between the sharks, it's the sharks... And the Puerto Rican community yeah. are all involved in the song America, and it also dances the line—no pun intended, um, or maybe intended—of um, it. There's movement in the the shots and the the transitions and all that, but when there's dancing, it lingers on the dancing. Yes, it showcases the dancing. Um, In some sh- of the most beautiful
1: camera shots, and this goes back to Spielberg. Right. Um, I think this movie would have been substantially less good if it had been directed by pretty much anyone else. Um, yeah. But his his, uh, his appreciation for using camera to capture as a way to convey meaning and to convey emotion is something that you don't see a lot of directors do. Um, but like, so a great example is when they were in the gym and the gym was a great sequence. Oh my gosh. Loved the gym sequence. Um, and
0: having with the blues, the mambo, the cha-cha having the music actually be, I know you hate this, be diegetic and within the story. We've gone so many episodes without diegetic. It's a good term. (laughs) We were doing so well. You're just staying <laughs> for the terminology of what we talk about.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Anywho, so like there's a band playing the music in the gym. Which
0: in the original, you just hear the music, it's I guess, in the audience. But introducing the Mambo mm-hmm. makes sense because it's Anita who calls out to the Puerto Rican band leader. Yep. Like, hey, hey play this one instead. And, and they're changes. like, hell All yeah. All right. Also, the band, I don't know if you caught it, Steven—is called the San Juan Swingers. Not catch so that's a little, little fun little, little easter, fun egg
1: easter egg that you could only find here on stage right yeah um but like the camera shots during that scene are all these like low shots that are pretty much looking up from like knees which mm-hmm. right which really convey this you know you, where it's us versus them especially when they are when the two groups are dancing against mm-hmm. one another mm-hmm. um and so it's like it would be interesting to go back and re-shoot hairspray in this mm, style, <laughs> yeah, because like you would get a lot more attention through this really intentional placement of cameras, and and of how you're actually shooting it, um, <laughs> that really like tie the music beautifully to the visuals of of what's occurring in the film. What are what are the best songs? What are the worst songs? I think I think there are some songs that just can't be fixed. Um, one hand, one heart is uh, slow. Something's coming. That was better. It was better. You can put lipstick on a
0: pig; it's still a pig. Something's coming is a good one.
1: <laughs> Something coming. Ah, it's so silly. It's so like ominous. Just like something's coming. Yeah, that's how everything. Literally everything works, Tony. Something is always coming, right? I like, guess. Um, and then America's still good. America's still good. Um, G officer. Th- that's my most favorite impro- number. Talk most about improved. a glow up. If you had to give out, yeah, if you had to give out a, a, a medal for
0: most improved, mm-hmm.
1: it has to go to G-Officer Crumpkey. It's so good.
0: It's so, the original one was whiny. Yeah. And there still are whiny to a degree in this one, but it's tastefully whiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they start where it's almost that kind of, Gee, officer Krupke were very upset. Um, and it's spo- and then it builds into this it gets bigger and bigger and bigger as they go to
1: each person in the system. part of this cycle of yes. of why they are where they are, right? So yeah. they go they start with the officer, they go to the judge, judge who goes they go to the to social worker, worker, no,
0: psychologist. psychologist
1: or yes. something and then, yeah, then social the social worker. He, they have the one scene where he's leaning back on the bench and, and he's like he
0: has so a social disease send him <laughs> to a social worker yes <laughs> <laughs> send him <laughs> to a social worker and then you're the in the pen yep and so yep right back to prison mm-hmm.
1: and then it's just like, yep there it is uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> another um, favorite of mine was tonight leading up to the rumble yes I thought, the quintet I, I like I liked the maybe also like, most impro- second da, 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 most improved not only the the song itself but also just the cutting back and forth between the characters and that included Mm -hmm. the jets the sharks anita you know everyone yeah um i thought was very very well done also incredibly improved i think because i by Mm -hmm. you're right by by cutting between all of these different groups and like conveys that like mm-hmm. okay something's actually happening there's yeah. movement there's energy things are about to happen mm-hmm. then those, something's going to happen and there was also another scene where like they showed the Jets walking on the streets and how like people like were backing away and like dragging their children away yeah, from during them during the like, opening yeah yeah, yeah. during like, the
0: Jet song um, yeah
1: that was another interesting mm-hmm. yeah. take because it, pla- it goes back to the whole the placement of these groups within the neighborhood Right. And not just like a
0: basketball court, and also the rationale for the fight in the prologue is way better. Where the original one that's just, "Hey, we see you here. I'm gonna fight you. We gonna fight you." <laughs> but it's the Jets seeing the Puerto Rican flag mm-hmm. painted on their yeah. basketball court. That, f- yeah, right. So it's a little more,
1: a little cleaner motivation. Well, although one interesting thing now that you bring that up was like when you look at that, like they sneak into the construction zone through the manhole, but then they still just like walk into the middle of the Puerto Rican side yeah. of the neighborhood and like toss the kid up on their shoulders and take the Puerto Rican flag off the yeah. Irish pub restaurant. So it's like, why'd you sneak through the manhole exactly? Because <laughs> why are, are we sneaking? A little pointless. But side note about. Yeah. You know, there's still the chicken and the egg there, but. Yeah. So
0: that's basically all the changes. Uh,
1: of- <gasps> there's one very big change. Oh. Chino.
0: Yeah, so in the original movie, Chino. My favorite part of the original. Tony movie. runs around for a uh, while. A long time. A hot second. After being lied to and being told that Chino uh-huh. has a gun. That's true. But that he shot Maria. Maria.
1: Mm-hmm. He, as he's, like, running around the streets in the original being, like, trying to, trying to find Chino, Chino. it's so comical, because it feels so tone-deaf to what's going on. It's, but he's it's so out of place. Yeah, and just, like, it, it, it's almost like it was made to be a meme. Like, you can just imagine him poking his head around a corner and be like, Chino! <laughs> right are death. you there, Chino! Lifting up a manhole cover, Chino! Chino? <laughs> like, poking his head in the bathroom, like, Chino! As all the girls are like, whoa! It's
0: like, <laughs> I... You know, and then this this one, it's a little bit more realistic, I guess. He wanders around for maybe, like, 30 seconds. Thir- like, and then yeah. Chino shows up. He's
1: just like, Chino! Kill me, Chino! And then he kills him. And He's then
0: it's more like... distraught, too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I think, you know, we kind of hinted on earlier of, like, the character development of Chino. Like, we meet him in the beginning with the dance. But another mm-hmm. thing that I'd like to highlight on is change. And I talked about in the car ride last week is... Um, immediately following the fight in the original west side story it really focuses on the like desperation to get tony away from the scene of him being over Riff's body and anybody shows up Mm -hmm. and is like dragging him away and like they show them going over the fence and through the Mm -hmm. you know whereas this one you know they have anybody show up and drags him away from the body mm-hmm. but they they don't follow them they linger on chino being over bernardo's body which yeah. is you know kind of leans into that mm-hmm. character development where in the first west side story it's kind of like all right he just kind of like you showed up with that. a gun and yeah. wanted to kill him more like this one right. you can see that connection Mm -hmm. from the beginning of you know Bernardo's trying to protect him to Bernardo dying they show that connection yeah it feels a little bit
0: more not justified but understandable kind of like Um, he goes from wanting to prove something to being out for revenge Mm -hmm. in a logical Mm -hmm. sequence of events where it's not just like also in the third act here's this guy named Chino and he's gonna kill Tony (laughs) Uh, it's like
1: everything about this movie just kind of, like, grounds the original film in, yeah. in reality and mm-hmm. actually makes it believable.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a few pieces of trivia here <gasps> from IMDb. Oh, um Based upon what Joe's been saying, and I definitely don't know much. So, uh, <laughs> Mike Feist, of played riff. Yes. Lost about twenty pounds to play riff. He <gasps> was and quite skinny. Inspired by real photos of young gang members during the nineteen fifties. He looked
1: he, ill. He did.
0: Yeah. Um, Skin was a little clammy. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like Steven, eat a hamburger, kid. <laughs> Steven Sondheim's lyrics contain frequent euphemisms for the f word, such as bugging. And mm-hmm. when you're a jet, um, I think they said it once, maybe. Yep which they changed in the original production is mother lovin Mm -hmm. um sondheim initially wanted to use the f-word in the song g officer Kruppke for shock value but back in the 60s he was told that if there was profanity you couldn't ship the soundtrack out of the u.s Mm. he's like i'll change the lyric then to officer kruppi krupp you it's Mm. a little fun a little fun west side story there um Released posthumously after Lyra Stephen Sondheim died on November 26th, 2021, days before the world premiere, he did, however, get to see the final cut of the film, and told Stephen Colbert he prefers this film to the 1961. That so, proves that it's superior!
1: Right, so, like, and this is something I wanted to be, like, careful about as we talked about this, because, like, it's always easy to be, like... Oh, it's new, so it's better, and that's no. not always the case. No, no it's I think new. It's rarely the case. It's right? new. It, and... Right. It, is rarely, it, it is rarely. the case. Right.
0: Like it's new and it's better. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. I think. It, I think it did. It did it justice. Like I feel mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, the first one, you're like, that's a story, and it's a very, you know, it's in a vacuum, mm-hmm. and this one honors that, and it's like good story but what if we like gave it more context and meaning and grounded it in truth right yeah or like what if we just made this today (laughs) yeah and you know everything from like even the way you talked about last week in the car just the way the film was color graded and it made it more pop and vibrant versus it was very dull and gray in the original release Mm -hmm. it's like all right this is kind of
0: they made the problem i think with the original one Is they were going for a gritty, realistic look, Mm -hmm. but had Broadway actors on screen. Yeah. Which doesn't work. They're doing theater acting (laughs) for the camera. But here you have Broadway actors who can act for the camera on camera. Mm -hmm.
1: So... um, And also just like a better understanding that comes with time, right? mm -hmm. Like, filmmaking is a lot easier in a lot of ways today right like you can color grade whatever the hell you want to color grade to mm-hmm. um and like we also just have a better understanding of the impact of racism now than we in mm-hmm. looking back 50 years than we did or know, like, gentrification or right know, and so neighborhoods things like that i think we it's it's easier to make these types of films later right yeah i think the original was groundbreaking for what it was mm-hmm. i think you can still say though From a movie perspective, this is just a better adaptation of that original source material. Yeah, because it makes it tangible and it grounds it in reality.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and it makes me care about the characters. Like I said, the original is just kind of like Joe cares about some people. I know it's so weird. It's
0: It's
1: like the original. I, it was really frustrating to me because it plays on that classic Broadway trope of just like, "Hey, I just met you and this is crazy, but like, what if we got married right this minute?" Yeah, and like, whatever. It's classic. It's also just it, it's in everything, um and so that's why the original was really frustrating. I was just like, "Oh my god, another mm-hmm. one of these." But this one makes it a little bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and people around them respond accordingly <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um, well, a little sidetrack from the trivia back to the trivia what other trivia you got according
0: to Rachel Zegler Spielberg instructed her to have quote less fun dancing with Chino because Tony wouldn't stand a chance with you smiling like that oh <laughs> so you're having too much fun with Chino so tone it down um Chino let's see Um, This is the first Steven Spielberg-directed film from 20th Century Studios to have the studio's production logo play normally with its fanfare at the beginning of the film since Lincoln. Interesting. Um, After being sped up and kept silent on Bridge of Spies and The Post. Interesting. Um, Welcome back. Branding standards. (laughs) There is... there is a an added song that we did not talk about. There's one added song. It is not a new song, though. Um, Are we talking about Valentino's? No. Uh, la. I'm going to say it wrong. Oh, it's the, they, pr- it's the Puerto Rican national anthem.
1: That they sang at the beginning? Yes. Mm, yes. Mm. They did a cappella in front la, of Officer, whatever his name is. Yes. La
0: Kenya. Wow. That's how it's pronounced. Labor in Kenya. Some Oscar bait if I've ever seen it. It's the official <laughs> La anthem Borenqu- of Puerto Rico. Um, it. Let's see if we can look up the lyrics to this real quick. Also, real
1: quick, how refreshing is it to have a movie about Puerto Rican nationalism without Lin fucking Manuel Miranda? I know. <laughs> Especially okay. recently, yeah. Okay! okay. Maria! Even, <laughs> even just a musical. Yeah, just a, anything a musical that anything, he's not involved in without Lin fucking Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. He was in. too
0: busy within the heights, so he you know.
1: Literally, the, as they filmed simultaneously in the same
0: place. So La La Boquenia, Um Boriken is the Puerto Rican word for a Puerto Rican. Um, so the lyrics are, "The land of Boriken, when I was born, is a flowery garden of magical beauty." A constantly clear sky serves as its canopy, and placid lullabies are sung by the waves at its feet. When at her beaches Columbus arrived, he exclaimed, full of admiration, O, oh, O, oh, O, oh, this is the beautiful land that I seek. Boring Ken is the daughter, the daughter of the sea and the sun, of the sea and the sun, of the sea and the sun.
1: So that's their national anthem? hmm
0: And the American
1: national anthem is literally recounting a battle? hmm Oh, Okay. Cool, 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 cool,
0: cool. Also the Star- well, Tw- Tw- two different approaches, <laughs> I guess. Also, the, um, the melody of the... Puerto Rican National Anthem. Uh, of the Star Spangled Banner oh. is set to a uh, popular drinking song of the time.
1: I didn't know that. that. The more you know.
0: So, Only fitting that we drink while we... It's easier them. to sing it when you drink the National... When- easier to drink. Easier <laughs> to <laughs> sing the <laughs> National Anthem when you drink... Oh, say, say can can you see. see See it flows better if you imagine you're drunk. <laughs> As <laughs> As Tom's Tom's early light. Oh. Was so proudly we hailed... I want to
1: know like the original lyrics to the to the original national anthem song that in in its drinking form.
0: Um well, this isn't, Holy this God! Is, I saying, this I'm isn't so podcast, drunk. So... <laughs> so the the um someone the song gets itself, me some perhaps, to... is called the Anna, Anna Creonotic song. Okay. Um. Well, the, we don't play it. We can't play it.
1: Yes, I heard I'm familiar with the. I was saying, th- 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 Is this turning it, into a podcast about national no. anthems now? <laughs> it didn't Next be, we're going to talk about the it, design of flags. It, <laughs> did, it didn't become
0: the music for the national anthem until 1931. Wait, oh, this is a long drinking song. We're not going to sing this. Oh, this is oh. six verses
1: that are very long verses. <laughs> Wait, these are the actual lyrics. Like, all right, we're not going to sing this. Beyond
0: in heaven, where he sat in full glee, a few sons of harmony sent a petition that he, their inspirer and patron, would I hate be this. when the answer arrived from the jolly, jolly old Grecian. Voice, fiddle, and flute no longer be mute. I hate all this. We're done. Right, you, you can stop. You can stop. Enough. All right, shut mm-hmm. up. Plus, plus,
1: plus. What? Did they what tune did they sing the national anthem to before that became Yankee uh, Doodle, Yankee Doodle, Yankee Doodle? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As a former history major, you can't question that. When in doubt, Yankee Doodle out. <laughs> We're not allowed to question historical things with you. No, because I I have a degree in it. Yeah. All right. So I didn't realize I'm, that. you incompetent <laughs> swain. I'm I'm degreed. I have, I have yeah, a pedigree. I'm a degreed professional. <laughs> yes. Um. So <laughs> anyway, this, so this this was good. It was good. This is good. Also, it's I don't the... know if I need to watch it again, but it was good. Uh-huh. This is also, oh, this of course, a Christmas special because for the <sighs> first time in Stage Ran history, we're able to review a Christmas musical Hell yes. at Christmas at time. Christmas time. <laughs> Woo!
1: Fuck yeah! I mean, heck yeah!
0: So yeah, this has been another episode sort of a Stage Rant. We'll be back in 2022. Yeah, with season three of Stage Ramp. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, we'll be covering. Who do we, do we what we're going to be covering? We might as well. Joe, take it away. We're going to be talking about... (gasps) Drum roll, please. The... uh, uh, Disney? It's all Disney. It's movies. all Disney, baby. We're going to be starting. We're cashing in on that Disney Disney yes. Plus world. Yes, yeah. we will be starting uh, in the '90s, or actually '89. Yeah, with uh, the Little Mermaid, and uh-huh. working our way forward chronologically. Hell yeah! We it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be god. fun.
1: This shit. Oh my god, shaped my childhood.
0: Yes, because
1: even I'm, though you weren't born in
0: 1989, but nope, I wasn't. I wasn't. No, but I mean, thinking about this since we started this podcast, I always thought like. All most Disney animated films are movie musicals. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they only have maybe four or five songs, but they're good. Like, everyone knows the music of The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Pocahontas, Hunchback Notre Dame, you know a song from one of those musicals, and we're going to cover all of them.
1: And what's interesting is a lot of them then went on to become stage musicals. Mm-hmm. And successful stage yeah, so musicals. So this next season, not only are we talking about some of your favorite, most cherished childhood movies and yeah. films we're going to talk about how they may or may not have successfully made the transition to the stage and then proceeding to remakes that Disney's now doing. Cause
0: yes, we will <laughs> maybe we might t- we'll touch on the live action. We might ones. touch on the live action ones. Yeah. I don't know if any, it'll
1: be interesting. So for the first time, like we're going to be able like, well, it's going to be similar to this, but all in the same episode, we'll be able to talk about the original film. Mm-hmm. A Broadway cover of it, a Broadway mm-hmm. rendition, and in some cases, a live action, a live action modern remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all in one sitting. It'll be good. Let's talk about all the versions of Friend Like Me.
0: Blah blah blah. This <laughs> will so be sad. a
1: really long podcast episode. How, well, I mean,
0: yeah. and also, if you have Disney Plus, this yep. will be the easiest to follow along yep. season.
1: Next season, all episodes thirty-two minutes flat. No question about it. We're going to stick to it. They're going to be shorter and briefer. It's, it's how well, we're going to do lie. it. It's how that's, we're going to do that's it. As our short episode turned into an hour fucking long, how did that shit happen? All right, again? an hour's not too bad. An hour's not too bad. It's not I'm cats. pretty sure I looked back in the hairspray episode I was on was like two plus hours. You just like to talk, don't you, Steve? <laughs> I,
0: mean, I, think our- I do, but not on this show because you two love to talk. I mean, our longest episode, I think, is Les Miz, and that's like almost three hours that could be a commentary track i had <laughs> shit to
1: say okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> you... this i swear by
1: the stars. all right all right this has been stage rant <laughs> been see sacred. you in 2022 happy holidays but bye